Welcome to the Progress Your Health podcast with your hosts, Dr. Robert Mackey and Dr. Valerie Davidson, a husband and wife team who specialize in bioidentical hormone replacement therapy and functional medicine. They're here to help you lose weight, balance hormones, and age gracefully. It's their mission to motivate, educate, and empower you to take your health to the next level. And now your hosts, hormone experts, Dr. Mackey and Dr. Davidson. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Progress Health Podcast. I'm Dr. Mackey. And I'm Dr. Davidson. So on this episode, this is going to be a relatively short one, but we figured it would be important to talk about how much bioidentical hormone replacement costs on a monthly basis. So people can decide if they're a candidate or if they are a candidate, they can decide if they can afford it, if it, you know, if it factors into their monthly budget, just to you know, give people an idea. You know, sometimes it can be maybe the same amount as a commercial prescription. Sometimes it can be more. It just gives some people, you know, some ranges of what they can expect to spend on a monthly basis. So BHRT, bioidentical hormone replacement, is a prescription. So to get your bioidentical hormones, you have to have a doctor write a prescription. And that's where it gets a little bit of a gray area because when people think prescriptions, they start thinking, well, my insurance should cover it or I should have a copay. And it really doesn't work that way. And, And I'm sure most of you now, you know, it's 2017, 2018, we all realize even things that are prescription. And as we talked about before, labs, you know, we have to pay out of pocket for a lot of things, even though we have insurance. So that's probably a big question mark when people come into my office and they want to do bioidentical hormones. They want to know, well, is my insurance going to cover it? And how much does it cost? And to be honest, in the beginning, you know, where the doctors were like, well, I don't know. It depends on your insurance coverage. It depends on what prescriptions you're on. If you're on a high dose of something, it might be more than a low dose of something. So we re- never really knew, but we you know Dr. Mackey and I were talking about, you know, I think it is important to try to at least shed some light on this topic. So you have an idea of, am I going to, cause I've had some patients think they were going to spend $300 a month on their prescriptions and they end up spending 50. And then I've had some people that think they weren't going to spend anything at all on their prescriptions and they spend $150 a month. So we thought we might just kind of open it up for a little bit of some discussion just from our personal experience. Not that what we're saying is completely 100% the across the board, but just from our personal experience. Yeah, right. So we don't deal with insurance companies. We try to do that as little as possible on purpose. So we don't really understand what they pay for, what they reimburse. So some of this information has come from the pharmacies, which we honestly, you know, that's the pharmacies prices that's their business that's what they do they have costs they have expenses and then that obviously determines the price of what a given prescription and like you said the price of a prescription can be determined by the dose the dosage form the quantity all these different things go into how much that prescription is going to cost and like you mentioned with all the healthcare changes that have been happening you know with Obamacare and the Affordable Care Act insurance companies are starting to put more cost onto their patients or customers so higher deductibles they're paying for less more co-pays you know so it's really you know people are having to absorb much more of those costs so that's why we thought we would do this so and this is interesting. So I actually reached out to one of the pharmacies that we work with on a regular basis. And I asked them for some, you know, some costs. And I have to say, they were very hesitant to give us any of that information. Like it was, you know, somehow secret information, but this is what people need to know so they can plan accordingly. Maybe not exact price, like to the dollar or to the cent, but at least having an, a ballpark idea. So those confusing situations, like you said, if you think you're going to spend a lot, you spend less, or you think you're going to spend very little, you spend more people can plan for that ahead of time. 
Exactly. And it's funny because, well, you know, we are kind of open and maybe a little bit too open people. So I remember you calling the pharmacy and asking that and you said, well, we're going to put it on our podcast. And then they really went mom's word. Yeah, right. Yeah. They were really uncomfortable. But one of those, you know, you look up on the internet, we do, of course, some keyword research and things like that. And I read this book recently and they're talking about what, uh, something about answering customer questions. And one of the big things is knowing price. You go to a website, you're trying to figure something out. You're trying to decide if this is the right fit for you. If you knew the price, it'd help you decide that that answer, whether it was an option or not. And so that's why we're doing this. But when, like I said, when I asked the pharmacy for that information, they were very hesitant to divulge that. They didn't give me specifics and I wasn't asking for specifics. I was asking for ranges. What can people expect to pay for, for their thyroid, whether it's nature throid or it's compounded or it's their progesterone or their testosterone or their oxytocin, all these different things. They all have different price points. You know, so getting an idea of where they fall into that. And I actually emailed a few pharmacies and I never got any response back saying, saying I wanted to do a blog post on how much do bioidentical compounding prescriptions cost? Because I do think it's important. And sure, every pharmacy is a little bit different, but you know, just to kind of get a ballpark range. <laughs> yeah, right. So if you're in the Midwest, if you're on the East Coast, you're on the West Coast, there's going to be some differences, you know, because every pharmacy is their own business and they can adjust their pricing accordingly. So there's not standards across the board where if you go to CVS, Walgreens, something like that, all those prescriptions are the same. No matter what commercial pharmacy it is, you're gonna get the same prescription from Walgreens as you're gonna get from CVS in one state versus the other. When it comes to compounds, it's completely different than that. That pharmacy that makes that prescription, that is their own prescription. It's not gonna necessarily be the same thing at another pharmacy. There might be some similarities, but it won't be exactly the same thing because that literally is being made specifically for that patient by that pharmacy based on a prescription that you and I or another doctor may provide. Yeah. So, and of course, like you had mentioned doses, whether you're on a high dose of compounded thyroid or you're on a low dose of nature thyroid, or you're on some estrogen cream and you're also taking a progesterone cream, or maybe you're taking a progesterone capsule. It does vary a little bit. So take this all with a grain of salt, but you know, in terms of pricing for the average, you know, prescription. So they kind of gave us a couple of different prices, which kind of go across the board. So I think we got from some pharmacies, it was 50 to $70, another pharmacy, you know, 30 to 70. So I know it's a, it's a little bit of a broad number, but we want to kind of, kind of at least make you feel like you're not going to spend, you know, $500 or you're not going to spend zero. Yeah. So a very specific example, let's say compounded thyroid, you and I use compounded thyroid a lot. That would be in that range of, let's say 50 to $70 a month for a compounded thyroid, depending on the quantity, depending on the dose. Another one might be, let's say estrogen progesterone. If a woman's having hot flashes, night sweats, the whole nine yards, she's going to be on two prescriptions. She's going to be on an estrogen cream and more than likely a progesterone capsule. Both of those are going to be somewhere between, I would say for that, somewhere between $40 to $70. $40 to $70 for one, $40 to $70 for the other. So again, depending on the dose. What's another example? In the creams, you know, so progesterone capsules, you know, they can end up being, you want to do progesterone capsules anytime a woman has a uterus, you know, or breast tissue, because you're trying to protect those when you're giving them estrogen. So progesterone capsules can run, you know, up to 50 to $70 a month. Some pharmacies, if you buy more, you get a discount. Some pharmacies are a little bit less, but the creams are a little bit different where they can run between 30 and 50. But 
The thing with the creams is what I've worked with different pharmacies is instead of do, sometimes instead of doing a month is you can actually make the cream because creams you can do any dose you want is you can make it a little stronger. And so somebody applies less cream. So then one maybe $50 prescription will last them two months. Yeah, right. Yeah. So uh, there's a lots of ways to kind of manipulate it. And the point is, is there's lots of options. Sometimes maybe there's too many options, right? Because there's lots of things to think about and consider. But the customization from the doctor perspective is very good. The patient benefits from all that customization. Medicine has been, you know, you have one medication with three dose options and that's it. If you don't fit into one of those dose options, you're kind of out of luck. So we're in some ways, just providing our compounding pharmacies and doctors like us that prescribe them, we're just providing more potential options for patients based on their situation and based on their specifications and needs. Another example would be testosterone. You and I use a very specific protocol for testosterone. We don't really do injections. We do uh, testosterone cream, but it's a very particular protocol called the Wiley protocol. And that one can range, you know, they have some price fixing with that one that can usually range somewhere between, let's say 80 to 95 up to like $150 a month, because it usually entails two prescriptions. You have DHEA and testosterone as part of that. And that's a whole nother topic we can talk about later, but that type of protocol is you and I would consider is the absolute best way to prescribe testosterone. Absolutely. And like you had said, you know, with insurance, sometimes out of provider or out of network deductibles end up being higher than it is for the actual prescription. Cause I've had some people, they're like, I really want to use my insurance and maybe their insurance does cover something. And then they find out that the copay is $50, but the actual prescription is 35 yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. And because it is compounded, they want to, insurance companies are paying for, are willing to pay for commercial prescriptions, the things you get at CVS and Walgreens. They do not want to pay for all the possibilities that we're talking about. They like to keep it very simple. They can control their expenses better by doing it that way. And when you're opening up all the possibilities to what a doctor wants to prescribe kind of as they see fit, in some ways that's the way it should be, but that's too many possibilities and too much cost for insurance companies to absorb all that. So they just put you know a higher copay or they just don't cover it at all. That's something that has happened quite a bit over the last couple of years is insurance companies are just say, they're not covering any type of compounds whatsoever. A insurance company might request a prior authorization for a compound prescription and 9.9 .9 times out of 10, once you get that pre-authorization filled out, they're still going to deny it anyways, because in some ways it's just a, a kind of a delay tactic. They're still never going to cover it or have no intention to ever cover it, even though it may be in the best interest of the patient based on the opinion of the doctor, they still won't cover it no matter what. And then that 0.9 or percent that one time that they do actually cover it. Cause I do sometimes will light, write letters and saying, Hey, this person cannot tolerate the conventional one. And they've been doing well on their compound. And then, you know, the one time they actually do, they end up really, when you look at the difference between what the insurance is paying and what they would pay out of pocket, they save maybe $10. So yeah. Yeah, right. So unfortunately, the we don't want to be the bearer of bad news, but at the same time, we want to be realistic about this, that insurance companies, again, the pharmacy that we spoke with, they said probably maybe 20% of insurance companies will actually reimburse or pay for part of their compound prescriptions, but they only pay a very small percentage, usually less than 50% of the actual 
cost of the prescription. So a very small number of insurance companies are actually reimbursing anything or paying for anything. And of that, the reimbursement isn't, you know, what they're paying for isn't really all that good. So still more of that cost is going to be put on the patient, no matter what they do. Yeah. So like you said, if you're going to do bioidentical hormone replacement, nine times out of 10 is you're probably going to end up paying something for your prescriptions. And then with that said too, just need to say, you know, you do get what you pay for. I have patients that they're looking at all these different compounding pharmacies and they come to me with some obscure compounding pharmacy in Tennessee or Arizona and says they'll be covered or they're a little bit less expensive than the one you recommended, which is okay because everybody has the option to choose their pharmacy. But when you're looking at a compounding pharmacy, you do get what you pay for because they aren't all necessarily regulated. And we like to use pharmacies that are PCAB certified, meaning that they had an outside source that came in and looked at all their quality control measures and they found them, you know, they gave them a pass because when you're taking prescriptions, we all know this, but if that prescription is messed up even by a microgram, I mean, that can put you in the hospital with heart palpitations and AFib. So you really do get what you pay for. Yeah, right. Yeah. And that's why we are very particular about the pharmacies that we use. Not to say there's, you know, not throwing any compounding pharmacies under the bus. There's lots of very good ones, but there's also ones that are probably not so good, partially because this bioidentical hormone movement has gotten so popular. So everyone's trying to cash in. That doesn't mean everybody's up to the same standards. That doesn't mean that everyone is the same. One compounding pharmacy isn't the same as the one down the street. So that PCAB certification, that's a way to distinguish a really good pharmacy that has gone through extra regulatory control. They've set a higher standard for themselves as opposed to a pharmacy that isn't. Now, are there good compounding pharmacies that are not PCAB certified? Absolutely. But when you find one that's PCAB certified, you know that there's a certain extra level that they go through. So as the doctors making the prescriptions, we can rest assured that our patients are getting what we want them to get. That's really important. When you're talking commercial prescriptions, everything at CVS, Walgreens, and Costco, it doesn't really matter because they all have the same prescriptions anyways. They are all mass-produced commercial prescriptions. It's already packaged in a box. Nothing is individualized about any of that. So at that point, yeah, get the cheapest price you can. With compounding, it's not the same thing. You definitely do, as Dr. Davidson said, you definitely get what you pay for. And also with compounding, your PCAB certified, I definitely think is the way to go. But like you said, there's lots of compounding pharmacies that aren't PCAB certified that we work with that are fantastic because I've worked with them. I know how they make things. I know what fillers they use. I know what binders they use. I know they're not using garbage, but even state to state pharmacies can be a little bit different. Like for example, California has some hugely strict rules in terms of the pharmacy board and how they make things. So if you're getting something from a compounding pharmacy in California, you're pretty good at knowing they to actually for them to be in business, they have to adhere by these rules. So you're pretty confident with some of those, but there's, you know, other States where they have like, you know, for one pharmacist, you can have 16 pharmacy techs where like California, you can have one pharmacist and you can only have three pharmacy techs. So the chances of something going wrong there is, is a lot lower. So it also depends on the state you're in, depending on, you know, the quality of your pharmacy too. Yeah, absolutely. And these are all things that no one really understands or knows about, but this is also where some of that cost comes in and why doctors like you and I, why we choose the pharmacies that we do, because we know them, we trust them. They produce really good prescriptions. We don't have problems. There's never errors. Pharmacists cannot make errors, right? You cannot, especially with compounded prescriptions, a pharmacy cannot afford to have errors on a perpetual basis. If you do, you just can't use that pharmacy anymore. It's just plain and simple because the doctor cannot trust what's coming out. 
and people are paying, you know, good hard-earned money for their prescriptions. You know, they deserve to have those prescriptions to be accurate. So hopefully this sheds some light on, you know, potential cost somewhere between, let's say, $30 to $70 per prescription. They're $70 each, you know, three prescriptions is going to cost you maybe $200 a month. That could be a little bit of financially a burden for some people, but depending on the situation, it may be absolutely medically necessary. They might not have a choice. Yeah. So hopefully I know we kind of got on a few tangents here, but hopefully that kind of sheds some light a little bit on our own personal experience in terms of how much things cost. You get what you pay for insurance more than likely isn't going to cover a lot. And, you know, you have to working with a physician that knows the pharmacy that they're calling it into. Cause you know, we've like Dr. Mackey said, we vet our pharmacies so that you can feel like you're getting a quality product. You're not paying an arm and a leg, but in some ways you're still going to pay. Yeah, right. And we're, you know, along those lines, we're more concerned with the quality of the prescription than necessarily the price of it. But every pharmacy has to be competitive and everyone has to or wants to get a good deal. But the quality when we're talking medicine and medications, that has to take a precedence. So hopefully this sheds some light. Hopefully this helps you decide and helps you budget and helps you get an idea idea of where things are as far as pricing goes. Unfortunately, insurance doesn't pay for much. That may change. That may not change. I can't imagine it's going to, their insurance company is going to start paying for more than they do. But maybe if enough customers of insurance companies complain or switch to other providers as healthcare continues to reform, maybe that'll be different in the future. But, you know, this should at least, um, you know, shed some light in the meantime. So if you have questions about this, again, we are not the pharmacy. So, you know, we're not the best ones to ask about exact pricing. But you can always, you know, call a pharmacy ahead of time if you have a prescription and they will give you a price quote. And if you do have insurance, they will take your insurance information. They will process that information and let you know what they will cover and what your copay is. So, Dr. Davis, do you have anything else to add for this one? Oh, no, not at the moment. All right. So questions, you can send it to help at Progression Health. Otherwise, uh, we'll catch you next time on another episode of the Progressive Health Podcast. I'm Dr. Mackey. And I'm Dr. Davidson. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Progressure Health Podcast. If you like what you've heard on this podcast, please give us a positive review on iTunes. This allows us to spread our message, grow our audience, and help more people around the world. For more information, visit our website at progressurehealth.com.